We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. We adore you, O Christ, and we bless you because by your holy cross you have redeemed the world. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ, we celebrate the feast of the exaltation of the holy cross. We are reminded today about the power in the cross. In the cross is our victory. In the cross is our salvation. Friends, we are invited today to meditate and reflect on what the cross symbolizes. In the gospel of this morning, Jesus said to Nicodemus, No one has gone up to heaven except the one who has come down from heaven. The Son of Man, and just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, so that everyone who believes in him might not perish, but might have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. Dear friends in Christ, Jesus was speaking to Nicodemus and revealed to us serious and deep truths about the word of God and about the mission of Jesus Christ himself. Friends, Jesus made reference to the text, that is the first reading, he said, just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. On this day of the exaltation of the cross, we are reminded of our basic mission as Christians. We are called to lift up Jesus, we are called to lift up Jesus, to lift up Jesus so that everyone will see him and hear him and come to believe in him so that they will be saved. Friends, our salvation is in Jesus and is from Jesus Christ. He said he came into the world not to condemn it, but through him that we might be saved. Friends, we are called to lift up Jesus. What does that mean? We are called to lift up Jesus so that everyone will see him. When you lift up something, it is clear that you want people to see it. When you lift something up, you want it to be more visible to people. On that cross on Calvary, Jesus was lifted up there and he was seen by all those around. And so Jesus is telling us that just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must he, the son of man, be lifted up so that everyone who sees him and comes to believe in him may have eternal life. That is what it means to lift up Jesus. What does it mean to lift up Jesus? It simply means that we should evangelize. We should advertise Jesus. We should talk about Jesus. 
in our words jesus should be coming out from our words in our songs jesus in our dressing jesus in our dancing jesus at the office jesus in our cars jesus wherever we find ourselves we should be lifting up jesus christ everything about us should be about jesus i see the crucifix in your car what comes to my mind jesus and i am advertising jesus i am lifting up jesus by doing that and friends we are made to understand only believe faith in jesus christ will bring about our salvation that is why god sent him in romans chapter 10 verse 9 to 17 it is very clear unless we preach jesus people will not hear about him and come to faith how can they come to believe in him if they have not heard about him how can they hear about him if we don't advertise him if we don't talk about him friends romans chapter 9 no romans chapter 10 romans 10 from verse 9 it says if you confess that jesus is lord and believe that god raised him from death you will be saved for it is by our faith that we are put right with god it is by our confession that we are saved the scripture says whoever believes in him will not be disappointed hallelujah whoever believes in him will not be disappointed before we continue it means god sent his son jesus take note the gospel said for god so loved the world that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him everyone who believes in him might not perish but might have everlasting life and saint paul is telling us that the scripture says anyone who believes in him will not be disappointed in other words jesus came into the world to save us from disappointments god doesn't want his children to be disappointed in any way friends for the child of god there is nothing like disappointment every so-called disappointment in our lives is an appointment in disguise just as jesus's so-called disgrace on the cross was indeed victory and salvation to us whatever appears to us now as children of god that appears as a disappointment friends mark it on the wall is going to turn into a blessing as we really believe in jesus as long as we believe in jesus as long as we don't lose our patience like the israelites in the desert friends don't lose your patience hang on to god believe in jesus you will not be disappointed you will not be disappointed jesus came that we will believe in him and not be disappointed friends whatever setbacks we are facing in our lives they will end in praise whatever challenges we are going through will end in praise they will end in testimony we will testify about the authenticity of the scriptures jesus cannot lie and the scriptures cannot be broken anyone who believes in jesus will not be disappointed you will not be disappointed that which you are going through is not going to disappoint you is going to end in your praise it's not going to disgrace you it's not going to end in shame it will end in praise friends let us just make sure that we look up to him jesus wants us to lift him up so that people will look at him 
And the same way he wants us as he's up there, we should also look at him. Psalm 34, from verse 4 to 5, it says, They looked unto him and their faces were not ashamed. They looked unto him and they were not disgraced. Friends, all these were pointing to Jesus on the cross. All these were prefiguring the, the crucifixion of Jesus Christ and the victory he has won for us. They look to Jesus. No one can look to Jesus and be disappointed. Friends, anyone who seriously and genuinely looks up to Jesus will not be disappointed. The psalmist says, I look up to the hills from where comes my help. My help comes from the Lord who made the heavens and the earth. I look up to the mountains from the hills from where does my help comes. The mountains of Jerusalem. The mountains of Calvary, the hills of Calvary, that is where Jesus was lifted up. The psalmist looked already. There and then he looked before even the crucifixion and he saw his help coming from the mountains. Friends, Jesus on the mountain of Calvary, so to speak, is our help. Let us look up to him. Let's, let's continue with Romans 10. The verse 12 says, this includes everyone because there is no difference between Jews and Gentiles. God is the same. Verse 11, let's go back. The scripture says, whoever believes in him will not be disappointed. You will not be disappointed. And this scripture includes everyone because there is no difference between Jews and Gentiles. God is the same Lord of all and richly blesses all who call to him. He richly blesses all who call to him. Take note. In the desert, Moses was instructed to lift up the serpent. And as he did, all the Israelites who were beaten by the snakes, they looked up to the cross. Hey, they looked up to the serpent. There was a pointer to the cross, and we are told they were healed. Just as we are told in this verse, God is the same Lord of all and richly blesses all who call to him. Our problem is that we complain without calling unto Jesus. Let us stop complaining and call unto Jesus. The scriptures say that he richly blesses all who call to him. Not common blessing, rich blessings awaits us in the cross. Rich blessings of God and from God awaits us in the cross. If only we will call unto him. Everyone who calls out to the Lord for help will be saved. Romans 10, the verse 13. As the scripture says, Everyone who calls out to the Lord for help will be saved. Why do we complain? Let us call to God for help. The scriptures cannot be broken. As the scripture says, Romans 10, 13, as the scripture says, everyone, including you and I, everyone who calls out to the Lord for help will be saved. Let us call to the Lord. But how can they call to him, verse 14, for help? If they have not believed how can they call unto him if they have not believed how can we call unto him if we have not believed and how can they believe if they have not heard the message this is crucial how can we believe if we don't hear the message proclaimed to us how can they believe if they don't hear the message proclaimed to us and it goes on and how can they hear if the message is not proclaimed and how can they hear if the message is not proclaimed? And how can the message be proclaimed if the messengers are not sent out? Friends, 
Every time at mass, it Mr. X, we are dismissed. We are sent out to go and proclaim the message. We are sent out to proclaim the word of God. The word of God we came to receive both in word and in the Eucharist, we are commanded and instructed, Ite Misa Est, to go and proclaim, to go and lift up Jesus, to go and advertise Jesus so that people will see and believe and be saved. Friends, the world needs to see Jesus, to hear Jesus, to sense Jesus lifted up so that they will cry to him and believe and be saved. That is our message. That is our message to carry out today after Mass. Friends, we are reminded that it is in Jesus that we have our salvation. In Him we have our peace. That is why St. Paul would tell us, St. Paul was so, so carried away by the Word of God so much that he said he desires to know nothing except Jesus Christ. Philippians 3 from verse 7. He desires to know nothing and to talk about nothing except Jesus Christ. Last week, we heard the reading from 1 Corinthians 2, from verse 1 to 5. St. Paul said when he went to the Corinthians, he decided to talk about nothing except Jesus Christ. Why? So that they would believe, they would hear about Jesus and believe in him and not be disgraced and not be disappointed in life and have peace and joy and be saved. That is what it means to lift up Jesus. It means advertising Jesus. It means talking about Jesus, bringing to bear the life of Jesus Christ, the word of God, wherever we find ourselves. St. Paul puts this very nicely in Philippians. Let us look at what he says in Philippians chapter 1. Friends, we are supposed to advertise Jesus. In Philippians chapter 1, Verse 14, <clears throat> Philippians 2, verse 14, Philippians 2, verse 14, do everything without complaining or arguing. In contrary to what the Israelites did in the first reading, St. Paul is saying we should do everything without complaining or arguing. Verse 15, so that we may be innocent and pure as God's perfect children who live in a world of corrupt and sinful people. This is the world Jesus died for. He died for the corrupt and sinful people to save them, to save us. He says, you must shine among them like stars, lighting up the sky. Remember, we are light of the world. The verse 16, he says, as you, as you offer them the message of life, as we offer them the message of life, we should stop complaining and offer the world the message of life. What is the message of life? That is the gospel. And what is the gospel? The gospel is about Christ. And what does that mean? We should lift up Jesus. We should offer the world Jesus. We should offer the world Jesus by advertising him. Lift up Jesus. He is the king of kings. Lift up Jesus. He is our salvation. And friends, one thing we must also take note about this is that sometimes we are accused of worshiping statues and images. God is not against the making of images. He is against worshiping them. And thanks be to God, we don't worship images. No one has ever told anyone in the Catholic Church to worship any image. No. They only remind us and point to the reality. 
but in them as they are blessed, the sacramentals, they contain power. In the cross is salvation. In the cross is victory. There is power in the sacramentals. Don't forget that. What happened to the Israelites when they looked to the serpent, that bronze image? God uses these means to bless us and to help us. They looked to the image of the serpent and they had their healings. Their healing didn't come from that serpent. Their healing came from God. But that serpent reminded them about the presence of God, so to speak. So like the cross, we are invited to look up to the cross. And that will remind us about the reality of Jesus. God is not against the making of images. God uses those images to draw us closer to our God, to draw us closer to himself. And in fact, this is not a talk um, today. It's not a, talk, a teaching on images. But friends, in the early church, many of the people could not read and write. They used these images and statues to teach them and to educate them and to draw them closer to God. And what is more important than that? A picture speaks more words than words themselves. Friends, let us not be discouraged, but let us remember on this day, as we exalt, as we celebrate the exaltation of the cross, to look to Jesus Christ on the cross and to lift up Jesus by advertising him so that people will see and come to faith. That is what it means to celebrate on this day the exaltation of the Holy Cross. We are called to lift up Jesus, to lift up Jesus so that he can be seen and be known and be loved and be believed in. That is what it means. Even as we recount the works of the Lord in the responsorial psalm, people will come to faith. Let us not forget the works of the Lord. Let us talk about the works of the Lord. In doing so, in giving testimonies, we are lifting up Jesus. We are advertising Jesus, so to speak. And why do we advertise him? So that people will see him and hear about him and come to believe. For until they believe, until we believe, we will not be saved. For it is in believing in Jesus and confessing him as Lord that we are saved. Friends, may God help us today in and out have this at the back of our minds. That just as Moses lifted up the serpent in the desert, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, so that everyone who believes in him may have eternal life. That is why Jesus came. We pray for grace and courage and boldness to overcome every form of shyness and discouragement and rather go all out to share Jesus, to advertise Jesus, to lift up Jesus. And remember, as we lift him up, we will be lifted up. As we lift him up, he will lift us up. He will bless us. Evangelize, lift up Jesus, talk about Jesus. Pray for that grace. We pray for that grace in this Mass.